0: From legendary locals, we all know, to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode. Or go to ipswichtoday.com.au Coming up, family and friends celebrate the life and love of Tom Edwards at a moving and heartfelt service on February 23. In this episode, with permission from Gary Edwards, you'll hear his moving tribute to his father. Also on the show for the last time in this council term, Mayor Teresa Harding with highlights from the final meeting of Ipswich City Council before the election. It's Saturday, March 2, 2024, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. Tom Edwards passed away peacefully on February 16, aged 87. For long-term Ipswich residents, Tom needs no introduction, as the man who guided R.T. Edwards after taking over the business from his father at just 19 years of age. A celebration of Tom's life was held at Raceview Congregational Church on February 23. Tom's son Gary delivered the eulogy.
1: Thomas Haddon Edwards was born in Ipswich on the 15th of February 1937 to Roy and Agnes Edwards. He was given the middle name Haddon by his mum in recognition of renowned preacher, Charles Haddon Spurgeon. Dad was very proud of his mother's Welsh heritage. Older brother Lou, younger sisters Gwen and Merling grew up together in Wildy Street ratio in the house which is diagonally opposite the church here now. Dad was a keen sportsman representing Queensland schoolboys for both soccer and cricket. He loved all types of sports. It was lifelong from teaching us to water ski down the Gold Coast, watching sport from the comfort of his lounge chair, or playing cricket with us in the front yard of D-side. Dad attended Ipswich Grammar School for one year, but was keen to commence his apprenticeship, and so left school at 15 years of age to become an apprentice electrician at RT Edwards. Dad's father, Roy, had started RT Edwards in 1931 with just a push bike, a few tools, and did electrical repairs door to door. When Dad commenced his trade, it was common for workers to travel in open truck, tradesmen in the front, apprentices in the back. And some of the early projects that the business was involved in was helping to complete electrical wiring into country areas that were getting electricity for the first time. And Dad often used to tell the story of going to the houses, and they didn't have manholes at those days, making manholes so they could get into the ceiling. In 1956, Roy, Dad's father, left the business to go into full-time Christian ministry. This left Dad, at just 19 years of age, with the responsibility of the business. Roy's brothers, Alan and Mervyn, worked with Dad and guided the retail and contracting areas of RT Edwards. The company went from strength to strength and after 77 years had a staff of over 350 people, 18 electrical retail outlets, three furniture stores, a commercial division, electrical contracting division and service division. Dad met Mum at a Christian youth group and Dad proposed to Mum while he was completing his national service. In 1959, Tom married Ivy Weatherhog from Evervale at Silkstone Baptist Church and they married for 64 years and had four children, Suzanne, Paul, Amory, and myself. They now have nine grandchildren and five great-grandchildren, the youngest being born this week. Our family lived at Roderick Street next to St Andrews Hospital And then we moved to Wildy Street Ratio, and Mum and Dad lived here for almost 45 years and then spent the last two years at Churches of Christ Home in Boona. One of the most talked about memories in our family was the introduction of television to the Ipswich community. Dad was invited to Sydney to witness the first TV broadcast in Australia. To ensure this new technology could be accessed by the people of Ipswich, Dad sponsored a TV technician from England to come and join RT Edwards, Team and to allow the company to sell and service TVs. Dad was always innovative and passionate about bringing the very best and latest ideas to his much-loved Ipswich. He was insistent for many years that, to ensure that anything we sold in the retail sh- shops could also be serviced by RT Edwards. In the infancy of this technology, RT would set up a TV in their showroom in East Street window, and people would flock to the footpath to watch TV, even bringing their deck chairs along, and Tom would receive phone calls at home in Roderick Street asking if he could come down to the showroom and change the channel for the viewers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and he did, he did, yeah. I think there was only a couple of channels in those days. RTA was faced many challenges over the years, including in 1974, we had just finished building a brand new service centre at Marsden Parade, and it went completely underwater. And then in 1995, our Bodhisatt store was completely destroyed by fire. In both cases, walking away was never an option for Dad. He was forever the optimist and valued the support of staff and the local communities. In Desert, we traded out of the Show Society Chook Pavilion until the new store was rebuilt. As many of you are aware, some years ago, Artya was had a serious fraud. And I found it very difficult to trust people after that incident. Whoever Dad, he was quick to forgive, to trust, to move forward confidently, and I believe it was a real reflection of his genuine Christian faith. Dad had two plaques in his office. Firstly, one read, prayer changes things. And we proved this time and time again in both small and large ways, including the sale of the business. The second plaque said, the customer is always right. And I sometimes struggle to fully commit to this mantra. (laughs) Anyway, the second line um, stated, they are not an interruption, they are the reason we are here. And Dad never wavered and always put customers first. One example I remember of this happening, R.T. was hosting a delegation from senior Panasonic um, leaders from Australia and Japan. But Dad refused to shut the office door because he wanted to keep an eye on the showroom. The delegation was congratulating Arte was in presenting a top sales award when Dad spotted a customer not being served. <laughs> Dad excused himself, left the office to attend to the customer. The Australians were horrified. The Japanese were in awe and they started taking photos of dad serving the customer. (laughs) But dad loved making a deal and often people would not much to our salesman's frustration until they had Tom's price. They couldn't close the deal. He had that ability to remember so many people's names and their relationships. Dad also honored any commitment he made. One Saturday night, the flooring was being laid in the new um, Crazy Clark store in Ipswich. The store was to open on Monday morning. The tradesman laying the floor called Dad to say he couldn't proceed any further. He had to have an underlay board to go over the top of the floor. So Dad rang the manager of Bernie Board and asked him to open up the factory to provide materials for the job. The manager kindly agreed and Dad got all the family together with the four-wheel drives to collect the board and allow the um, work to be completed. But meanwhile, Mum was waiting at the local Chinese restaurant for Dad to return to celebrate their wedding anniversary. <laughs> this incident reminded me of Dad's desire in everything he do to solve problems, to meet commitments, and create loyal customers. Dad was relational. He loved Dipswitch, he loved people, and he made every effort to know staff and customers personally. He always believed his greatest asset was his staff. His commitment to Peel was evident in his willingness to mentor mentor people from all different spheres of life, and also the number of apprentices and trainees that found a pathway through RT Edwards. I found it a real privilege to work alongside Dad. I learned so much about his faith and values, but also how to live them. Dad loved being busy. He was energized by helping and serving people, and loved giving time and effort to community, or business organisations. And just to name a few of the interests that Dad had. Retrovision. He was Chair of Queensland for over 25 years and je- Deputy Chair of Retrovision Australia. The Ipswich Show Society, where he's a life member and was involved a lot of things within the cattle side and the show side. The Ipswich Rotary Club, where he was a member for over 55 years. The St. Andrews Hospital Board, the Salvation Army Advisory Board, the Chamber of Commerce where he was Business Person of the Year on two occasions, the Electoral Contracting Association where he was a life member, and just many other com- um, community committees where he was advocating for a radio station to Ipswich or the university campus, or, ch- or chairing a joint venture with Mervac and Defence Housing, building housing in the local area. But one of Dad's greatest love was the church, and following the wonderful example of his faithful and godly parents in Roy and Agnes, Dad used his gifts of leadership and generosity to serve in the children, youth and leadership roles in the church here at Ratio Congregational Church. He was a life deacon and he loved being involved in the church and church projects, but his most outstanding gift was washing up after church events. (laughs) We know Dad loved us and he worked hard to provide for us well, but more importantly, he was truly interested in each of us and what we're doing our work, our church, our lives. Dad was always encouraging, always complimentary. Rochelle said that Dad always complimented her on what she was wearing, even if it was old clothes mowing the lawn. And no matter what meal she prepared for Dad, he loved it and made her feel it was the best meal he had ever eaten. Sadly, over the last few years, we witnessed a decline in Dad's health. The most encouraging thing over the last week has been the texts calls and social media comments, reminding us of the real Tom Edwards, the capable, the relational, the outstanding businessman, the true gentleman, the generous man who had a passion to serve others and show his faith in practical ways. Dad left a wonderful legacy of faith, leadership and service for us to follow. We will honour his achievements and thank him for leading us as a family well. But more than that, we thank him for showing us how to serve others, to be humble in all situations. God bless, Dan.
0: At the final meeting of Ipswich councillors before the election, the Mayor delivered a condolence motion for Tom Edwards with family members present in the public gallery. During the last four years, I've caught up with Theresa Harding after each council meeting. For this final meeting, I began by saying to the Mayor that it began on a sad note with that condolence motion for Tom Edwards.
2: It was sad, but it was a a real privilege as well to be able to give a condolence motion for um, the late Tom Edwards. And... All the more special because all four of Tom's children were in the gallery. So Gary, Suzanne, Paul and Emery were all there. It was, so it was, it was very special. I really appreciate them coming in and we really wanted to show our cities and our communities appreciation and recognition of his service and his accomplishments.
0: On to a couple of the committee reports uh, presented to council from the Growth Infrastructure and Waste Committee. Firstly from that report, the new road link, South Ripley to White Rock, Lucas Drive.
2: Yeah, it's a very impressive road. It's four lanes with a traffic light. It's great to see um, Stockland invest in South Ripley uh, and White Rock. It's great to see the foresight rather than just doing a a two lane there. It is a $15 million investment by them. So I think the people in in, uh, South Ripley and White Rock are are loving that road and it's really great to see.
0: Another important road project, the Springfield Greenbank Arterial. What's the latest on that?
2: Yeah, it's great to see stage one of the Springfield Parkway and the Springfield Green Bank arterial almost at practical completion. Uh, the landscaping is, is um, now in and it's and it'll be great once once it's established. And stage two has reached completion for the design phase, and that work is being completed in the early works to accelerate the project. So that next extension of the 3.6-metre um, culvert across Himba-Yumba early works started in December. So, you know, this is a really big part, busy part of our city, and these roadworks are long overdue, so it's great to see.
0: From the Planning and Environment Court status, two of note there, Clean Away and New Grow. What can you tell us?
2: Yeah, look, in that report, you'll see there are currently four active New Grow proceedings in the Planning Environment Court. Uh, two are council proceedings, one where we have initiated uh, for alleged town planning non-compliance, and the other is um, has been initiated by New Grove from a development application that we are not back, and the other two are from the Department of Environment, Science and Innovation. Um, so you can see that that's undergoing a process at the moment Well, the, the courts take their time, and with Cleanaway, they pleaded guilty for the breach of licence conditions, which saw the release of you know, that that sediment-laden water that came out uh, during the floods. So um, clean oil was fined $32,000 plus cost, but no conviction was recorded. And they have been spending a lot of time in rehabilitating that site.
0: From the Ipswich Central Redevelopment Committee report, uh, the committee chair, Marnie Doyle, spent quite a deal of time talking about the achievements of the last four years. Do you have any update on leasing?
2: No, you're asking the same question I ask the CEO every day, <laughs> because we have given approval um, for one in particular. So we know that the cinemas at the on the top floor of the venue building, um, and there's most of the space underneath um, is is now under consideration for lease. Um, it's a great entertainment uh, venue. There, where we're dying to 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 let people know what's going to be there. And, um, you know, we're doing all the checks and balances and going to and fro with the fond negotiations with the lawyers. So I think when people hear um, who the tenant is there, they'll be quite excited.
0: Now, because this was the last council meeting, will you be in a position to announce that? Should it be available before March 16th?
2: under the caretaker provisions in the local government act um the councillors might be able to announce it the ceo will be announcing you will have seen all the media releases from our organization since the 29th of january have come from the ceo but as soon as she announces it i'm sure you'll hear us all screaming from the rooftops and and celebrating
0: mayor theresa harding we'll leave it there thanks so much for speaking with ipswich today
2: thank you very much alan
0: and that's it for this episode just a reminder you will find handy links in the show notes Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is listener supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Follow and stream this podcast from your favorite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich today on smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening.